What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel, with Label Free Podcast, to live your best life. You must live label free. I'm super excited. This is the first in-person interview I've done since last year when all the craziness hit the world. We are recording live from Birch Road Social Club here in Chicago, Illinois, in Lincoln Park. I have a very special guest. He is also a friend. His name is Alton Erdemir. He is the founder of Awesome Capital, director of commercial lending at PPG Finance, and co-founder of Green and Shy. Alton, thank you so much for joining <laughs> well, us Well, hello, hello. Thank you. I've been waiting for my moment all year long. This is actually my first in-person interview. Really? First interview all year long, maybe. Wow. Now, I've done a couple podcasts, but it is great to be able to you know, talk to someone, see someone, face to face. actually know that they're fully clothed and not wearing boxers, <laughs> you know, all the Zooms that we've been on, you don't know what they have to the way. You never but, know. You know, that, that's a, a popular joke now, but it is great. And of course, you would find one of the coolest little social clubs to be able to do a live podcast. I, I mean, know. with everything going on, this place, it seems pretty cool. I mean, they allow you to do work here yes. as well as host your own little Yes. No, we're doing a shameless plug for them right now because they are letting us record here. As you can see behind us, it is awesome. You get to reserve your space. You get to have a wine locker. It's very, very cool. So yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So Alton, can you introduce yourself to the audience and tell them a little bit about your background? I'd be delighted to. So I am Alton Erdemir. Hello, hello. Um, you know, I am someone that really thrives on two things, sales and funding. If you have sales and funding, you're going to succeed across the board. And what I teach people, I mean, you can't really teach funding, it's either you're qualified or not, but on the sales side, people think that sales is only pitching someone. Yeah. Sales is everything. You do a great job of the end of sales. I mean, your face is everywhere. You have your, your brand. Yeah. That's sales. Yeah. So what things have transpired over the last you know 12 months makes it even more knowledgeable that people use those skills to represent themselves and sure. that's kind of what i am you know i fight for the underdog i help the entrepreneurs yeah. get their ideas all the way up to the big ideas that are functioning the big companies and need the funding because you that. have the sales background and the access to capital your entrepreneurship is going to skyrocket Sure, and I don't think a lot of people really understand that. But let's go back into your into your background a little bit. So you have you were came from the corporate world, right? Oh yeah, I, yeah. If you remember, uh, you know, Wolf of Wall Street or Boiler yes. Room. I mean, my first job out of college was commercial lending. I did insurance, and actually, you know, a lot like right now, the crash of the commercial lending, the travesty that happened there provide opportunity for me to grow. Sure. And that's what it's all about. It's about adapting. So I packed up everything, got a job, and I was literally, if you've seen those movies, they have 100 people sitting in rows of desks, arguing yeah. on the phone. Is that you? That was me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't picture that at all. <laughs> I mean, you imagine telling people that you're talking to someone that's selling their house. Yeah. I'm, what, 22, and they're 65. Yeah. Telling, why haven't you done anything yet? holding them accountable yeah. and I thought it was no big deal back then, but these are the counter, you know, the little finer points of sales. And I attribute that 
job that I thought sucked at the time to some of the great foundations is why I'm good at sales now. Sure, sure. I, I, would, I would agree with you. But so I really love your story and I think that that's really important for people to hear that. Mm -hmm. And this is a common thread with a lot of my guests and that's why it's called Label Free. You know, we, we try to break out of the societal standards, what society expects of us, you know, have the white picket fence, have the nine to five, have the three kids and mm -hmm. two dogs or what have you. And you are, you're, you've got your hands in many different things. I like a lot of cookie jars, <laughs> but you know, that, that's the whole thing is right now that, that idea of one job, one income, one career, 30 years, it's dead. Yeah. Well, it's not that if you own your company, that's exactly what can happen. Yeah. But if you are dreaming about working for someone else, you're working towards their dreams. Right. Right. Yeah. And that doesn't say you can work for someone and still, you know, pursue your dream. There's a lot of companies out there that have that work-life balance, right? Sure. Yeah. But nowadays people find themselves having these dreams. They want to start their own web design company. They want to, they want to do a construction company. They want to, you know, explore some of the other industries like cannabis, yeah. but they're still working for someone. And that's great. Yeah. Unless you don't have a plan to kind of cut that cord right. and go off to yourself. Right. Yeah. And that's really where you grow. That's how I grew. I mean, once you realize that you're doing a lot of work, and in commercial banking and investing, you get a percentage of a percentage of a percentage. Sure. So if you're getting two percent of two million dollars, and that's what the company gets, and you get a you know five percent of that, you make yourself realize, well, shoot, if I did this myself, right. if I get that whole. Let me cut them out. I can do it. I know how right. to do it. So that's awesome. Was that a scary step for you to like break away from corporate and start your own businesses? Well. I kind of didn't have a choice. Oh. Um, the reason I started it is I actually, I ran an office for a company in Dubai, a great company, but they needed an office over here to bring deals over there. Probably one of the best opportunities as far as growth because on the international side, you know, business, there's travel, there's a lot of people that you're connected to. Sure. But when they come about and say, hey, we're shutting this office down, move to the Middle East or go. Yeah. You can't really make that kind of a decision, like, all right, I'm going to the Middle Let East at night, you know? So I was just like, well, shoot, I have all these connections, yeah. I have people. I mean, that's when we started Green and Shy, because the cannabis market was just getting uh, legalized here. Yeah. But that's really where the opportunity was. I mean, I myself, I spent the first six months going, why isn't anyone hiring me? Yeah. I have this awesome resume applying for these top jobs, right. but yeah. they still, it's a, it's a culture that, you can't control sure. as far as the hiring process, right? It's really about who you know. So then you start going to the consultancy route and boom, wait a minute, I can make just as much money being a consultant, doing what I was just doing, but finding my own clients? Yeah. I mean, obviously it's a lot harder than that, but- It is, it is a lot harder, yeah. You get the idea though, it's it's a lot more free. So how long have you, so what came first, the founder of Awesome Capital? Well, that's kind of a consultancy, the, 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 the green and shy with the group that we know, yes. like we were on the networking show, uh, you know, they, we had something good. We brought the canvas side, they had the event side, yeah. you know, it was a great partnership. Uh, that came right about the same time as Awesome Capital because with that same industry, right, there's a need for banking, security, financing, and I already had the background with it because you know, director of commercial lending at PPG Finance, sure. we fund everything. Okay. I mean. That's the thing. If you're able to find out that you wanted to go into construction, right? And there's options for you to buy your first home to flip. Yeah. That's that helping people get in there. You sure. know, there's options right now that you can get a PPP loan so that you can help your employees and keep your employees while also getting an SBA to buy the building so you don't have to pay rent. Hear that? That's working smart. 
right? Yeah, for so sure. that's kind of the angle I take, and they all go together because if I can provide funding, well, now all these cannabis companies on the other side that I focus on, they have safe banking. They don't have trash bags full of cash right. in the back room, right. Right? right? And they're starting to look like a normal business. And that's really the key. It's not that they're in cannabis. It's not that any of these things. It's wanting a business owner to get the tools and resources so they feel like a normal company sure. and have the same chance to fight against the people that kind of spoil them. You know, they yeah. have lots yeah. of money already. They, they have they have the resources in those those deep pockets already. So talk just a little bit about that with Green and Shy. So I know that there was a lot of events before everything mm-hmm. happened last year. Um, I was unable to attend some of them myself. But why don't like why don't you educate the audience on what you guys offer, what that's all about, and that whole network. Well, the Green and Shy aspect, it's really a resource platform, right? Okay. Illinois is a good example of that because if you compare it to Oklahoma, Michigan, Oklahoma has 2,500 licenses, wow. right? Illinois has 40. What? And they did a billion dollars in revenue last year, right? So we're a little bit behind as far as the ability to compete with them, but that means that there are people waiting for their licenses to be approved. Sure. I don't agree with the system and the time frame, but yeah. there's another 150 licenses that we've been waiting on for over a year to go through the process, right? Those are the ones that are going to need the help, yes. right? Yeah. And that's really what our focus was because there aren't really that. Now there's some social equity resources, things like that, but there really weren't that many resources to help people get a job, okay. help them start a company, right. uh, answer the questions that they needed. Uh, do I get a special account? For the cannabis industry. The cannabis industry okay. right? yeah. and, and that was kind of one of the things because no one else was doing it. Right. So what we did was a combination of networking events, professional events, you know, right. not your, your, uh, Getting high in the bathroom events, <laughs> right? Like in high school, you're, you're what? probably there. There's none of that. <laughs> but you know, this is your professionals, people that are the lab technicians, the, yeah. the construction companies, the accountants, yeah. the PR, the branding. All those companies were there, and everyone that wanted to be with them. Sure. And then we also did panel discussions because you want to provide thought leadership, yes. resources, right? And that was all well and dandy, but. Obviously, uh, they got shut down, and we actually did fireside chats for a little while as well. And what we found was that allowed us to provide resources on an inbound basis, right? Okay. We were telling everyone what we did, but it was enough that people, oh, well, maybe we should ask Green and Chuck, right? Right. And now it became a system of trusted vetted sources because if they needed banking, I could help them. Yeah. If they needed accounting, we had someone that could help them. We could have. Uh, someone like Dan, my other counterpart, helped them with job research and, right. and placement and stuff like that. So there's a lot of different aspects that each one of us provided. And, you know, that's kind of where all my awesome capital will provide support because you got to have a cannabis-friendly bank. you got to have funding. So, so real quick, before I forget. So is there a limit on the amount of licenses that a state will provide people? That's state by state. Okay, so what is the cap here in Illinois? Well, it's not necessarily it's a cap, it's how many have been reward, awarded, right? Okay. So there's different categories and different areas okay. of that aspect. And right now only 40 have been awarded. There's 75 more that are still waiting for their lottery. And okay. there's 5,000 people that have applied. What? Wow. Only a select group of, you know, right around 70 or something actually qualified by the score points. And now they do a lottery for those licenses. So how does one qualify? Well, there's that. That's a. Uh, I mean, that's is a that whole all political or political? It's Chicago. I mean, you name <laughs> it. It probably involves. 
I don't know about that side. So I we're just, not going to get into that. <laughs> that's a whole nother, you know, hour-long conversation sure. probably, and I'd probably bring in some people for that yeah. <laughs> because okay. they're actually in there, right? Well, you just spurred some questions with some of the things you said. But now you, you did say um, cannabis-friendly banks. Right. So do you think that's becoming more acceptable from a lend lending standpoint to support the cannabis industry, or is that still very minute? It's much bigger. Oh, is um, it? Okay. For two reasons. One, to make it a safer industry. Sure. Right? But they're charging an arm and a leg on it, at least the ones that people know about. That's why I work to find other sources to make it more competitive for them, give them the advantage because if you're doing $2 million a month, maybe you can afford that 1% fee that sure. the banks charge. But if you're doing 50000 and you have employees, maybe you can't. Right. right? So there's the options for that. So we provide a number of things like that as well as cashless payment services. Uh, we have a great processor that takes debit, credit, everything, and it allows them to not have all that cash on hand. Right. But also, now they can get lending from it. They can uh, you know, do a variety of things from that. And plus, they look like a normal company, right? So between that and then with PPG Finance, they do everything real estate. Okay. So if you're gonna buy a dispenser, if you're gonna buy a wholesale type of giant cultivation warehouse, okay. they can provide funding for that based off of the real estate because sure. we have a, a lot of different partners. That's what we specialize in, right? Yeah. So right now we have so many, and it's not just outside of you know cannabis, there's a lot of activity going on. People don't realize that, it's unfortunate to say, but there's gonna be a lot of real estate changing hands and there's a lot of entrepreneurs that are seeing that, that this could be their time to you know shine and right. they get their finances and they come to me and you know yeah. we help them look at look you can qualify for this type of building we can help you get this yeah and that's really going to be the next thing you're going to hear in Chicago I mean it's already happening if you look around sure well yeah especially with that after this last year mm -hmm. everything that we've gone through I think that people it, it has provided a lot of different types of opportunity for people and that, that you know. Yeah, that's, that's a whole other thing. You know, <laughs> some people have not, you know, a lot of people have struggled. A lot of people are finding opportunity. And that's something that a lot of my guests that I've talked to recently where they, they have found opportunity, but that's like the heart of an entrepreneur, right? Mm -hmm. Is that they, they take something that's bad and they turn it into something good. But um, I just feel like the, the whole green and shy is, is very um, relevant right now because cannabis is huge. Mm -hmm. You know, it was so um, taboo for a while, but now it's becoming more, it's becoming more acceptable and more... Um, yeah, I mean, more acceptable, I guess, is the right word. Well, right? one thing you were saying about, like, uh, you know, negative situations, well, a lot of people, like like our shows, you know, they're yeah. online. Yeah. And people don't realize that there's a lot of opportunities online and even over the phone. Yes. I, I do phone sales now. I used to do face-to-face, -face, but people that depended on that, right, they don't realize that there's actually statistics to that. 7% of what you actually say is all that matters. Right. Because... Yeah. When you're face to face, there's 55% of what I look like, my mannerisms, right? And I, I watched that in your video. Oh, you, you saw that, that's great. Yeah, yeah. And, and my whole point of that video is that if 55% is what I look like, 38% is my tone, how I sound like, and 7% is, you know, what I should say. Right. Think about what that's like over the phone. Yeah. That means 93% of how you sound is all that matters. That's huge. So when you go to your label, you know, free podcast, that's your branding. Yes. How you want to sound, yeah. obviously say truthful things all the time, but right. you can tell someone's passionate about their idea about how they sound, not, you'd be surprised some of these people that, you know, want a loan. Yes, I want to buy a building. Okay, tell me about it. Yeah, it's ready for purchase. 
Alright, pitch me on it. Right? Hi, what's the reason? What's driving you to do it? Like, give me, give me, give me right. something so I can fight for you. But these entrepreneurs now, some of them get it, and like you, you're very passionate, it comes out in your voice. If someone picked up the phone from you, they would want to talk to them. I think you have more meetings this afternoon even in your book, right? <laughs> and there's a reason for yeah. that. There's a reason for that. And that's kind of what I really push, whether it's lending, cannabis, or what you do. Think about what it is that make you passionate. And Make that go through your voice. Let me hear that because more than likely we're not going to be meeting in person for a while. So work on that. And that's really your tone, your tempo, your volume, and your rate. And you, you can add that link if you want. That's yeah. free oh, class for everybody. I will totally add all his links. That was a really good piece of advice right there because we set, we sell in every area of our life. It doesn't matter if you're in sales or not. At, at some point during the day, you're selling yourself somewhere. And you know, whether it's in your personal life, in your business life, or what have you, you are selling at some point. You know, it just depends on where it's at. Um, can you please give the audience the links to where they can find you if they want to reach out if you're interested in getting involved in the mm -hmm. cannabis industry? He's a wealth of knowledge, there's tons of resources. Drop them off with the I audience. I will, and I'll do one better too, because <laughs> we have a cool program with PPG <laughs> Finance as well for people that are looking for opportunities create their own business, right? Okay. So I'll start with the general stuff. If you want to see those videos, it's Awesome Alton on the, that's my YouTube channel. Awesome is spelled different though. It's A-L-L-S-O-M-E. All of us have dreams. Some of us pursue them is the, the idea behind that. But greenandshy.com, uh, that's our, our cannabis resource platform. Awesome Capital, again, A-L-L-S-O-M-E, capital.com is the cannabis banking. And then PPG Finance, that's where you can get pretty much any type of funding for any type of commercial and they even have a mortgage company as well. But the program that I have is we're actually looking to expand nationwide. So if you're someone that wants to get into the real estate side, into the insurance side, into the lending side, we actually have a training and onboarding and getting you hired type of program that we're going to be launching so that so those people that have been sitting there seeing people close loans and close real estate, they can actually do that and build their own company as well. I have a question though. What about, so if you offer financing, what about people that are interested in getting into franchises? Franchises. I have program for entrepreneur funding that can get someone based off of their credit and income, 150 to 300,000. That's very cool. So that's perfect for startups or people that yeah. want to pursue their dreams. Because I've been thinking about that. So we might have to talk when I get a little bit more comfortable in which direction I want to go. But um, is there any last words you want to share with the audience? Any like pieces of, you already dropped some good wisdom though. You did. Any last pieces of wisdom or Prepare to adapt. Always adapt. That's the whole thing. Adaption, adaption, adaption. I mean, you have to make yourself better. The day of, uh, you know, complaining about not having this. Unfortunately, no one cares anymore. They're moving forward. They'll yes. be there to support you. But you have to represent your brand. So you have to care. You have to adapt. And you are your own brand without a label because it's labeled. For you. That's right. Boom! <laughs> Alton, thank you so much thank for you. being a guest. This is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. Still your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share. And I'll be back soon with some more dynamic guests.